Good morning, good morning everyone and Shabbat Shalom. We're doing this recording not at breakfast, but at uh, in freezing cold and snowy England where we are for the bar mitzvah of my nephew. Uh, today's class is in honor of Yosef ben Moshe uh, to be his uh, best self for the bar mitzvah and to read beautifully and to do his speech in the best possible way, to be a nahad ruach to the Levi and Farhi families and as well to the entire Jewish people. Additionally, we also are uh, celebrating on Sunday a Sefer Torah that was donated by the Maya family in memory of Benny Maya, Allah HaShalom, and uh, in honor of all of the good work that uh, we have done here together with Chazak. So it's uh, humbling that the Sefer Torah is being completed in in our honor. Uh, thank you so much to the Maya family. May this be an ilui neshama for him and a source of nechama for the entire family. In this week's parasha, we read all about the mishpatim, about the laws. And it's interesting to note that there's many, many laws that have one theme that runs through them, which I think is a really powerful one. We talk about the halakha of when somebody damages somebody else. And there's different responsibilities that you have when you've damaged or hurt somebody. You punch someone in the face, you break his nose, uh, the person happens to be a model, it turns out that now he can't get work. It turns out that now he needs a nose surgery. It turns out that now he's humiliated in front of everybody because he doesn't have a, a straight nose anymore. I don't know. Whatever the case is, the Gemara and Baba Kama says that a person has an obligation to pay Nezek, Tsar, Ripui, Shevet, and Boshet. There's five different obligations that a person must cover in such a scenario where they physically damage somebody. One is Nezek, the damage that happens to the person. Tsar, the pain that he endured, how much uh, value would he have paid not to have to endure that pain. Um, Tsar, Ripui, the medical bills. Shevet, uh, he's out of work now uh, because he doesn't have it. And finally, Boshet, the humiliation that he goes through. So all of those things are outcomes from something that you did. And a person is not just responsible and obligated to uh, make right the things that they did, that they made happen, but also the outcropping and results that happen from those things that he did. But what's interesting to me is not just this extended sense of obligation, responsibility, and restitution, but rather how far it goes in the further things in the Torah. If I own an ox, if I own an animal, and that animal eats in another field, if that animal then goes and gores somebody else, I'm responsible to take care of something that belongs belongs to me. So my responsibilities and my obligations extend not just to me, myself, and to the outcome of my actions, but also to the outcome of the actions of uh, things that belong to me that are in my possession, that are my responsibility to look after. If a person digs a bore, a uh, hole or a pit in Rishut Rabim, and they leave it there, there's not even any ownership over that object. But the ownership over the object is not because it belongs to me, but because it's traced back to something that I did. And I thought, to myself, wow, how many things does that encompass in the human experience? So many times people say, it's not my fault. I didn't do that. I didn't mean that. I didn't want that to happen. Yeah, but that's what happened because of something that you did or something that you said or something that you bought or something that you uh, 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 engendered in the area around you. The uh, first thing that we say in the Amidah every single uh, day, excuse me, in the uh, in the um, Tachanun uh, every single day if you're Sephardi and if you're Ashkenaz in Vidui uh, whenever you say it either at night or on Rosh Hashanah, or on Yom Kippur is Ashamnu we are guilty to look at all the various things that have come about in the world because of us and uh, uh, and to t- to say 
I'm responsible for that. I'm going to fix that because it happened because of me. And I, I just like to say, we always have this general rule that says, Miruba mida tova. Um, God's goodness, the good measure and the good uh, restitution that God makes to us for our mitzvot is larger in size and in impact than the punishment that we receive by a measure of five hundred times. So if this is what we're feeling and what is what we're seeing and reading about when someone does something wrong, how much more so in the flip side when someone does something right, when something that they did resulted in something uh, um, far down the line that maybe they never even could have uh, could have experienced. You know, there are situations where uh, someone does something drastic and the results far outweigh anything they ever could have imagined. We spoke a few Shabbats ago about a man called Sugihara who, during the war, wrote people of transit visas to go to Japan. Those people that he saved, the 5,000 people that he saved, or 7,000 people, the historians are not sure of the number because of the result of the resulting factor that he was writing not just individual papers but also for families. So today, those those number in in the tens of thousands, nearing forty thousand people who are alive today because of Sugihara. Now the result of that and the mitzvot that those people will do and the Torah that will be learned by all of those kids, Sugihara went up to heaven and was greeted by a treasure trove of things that he never even imagined that were his responsibility. But he ultimately gets the payback for that in heaven um, because that deed is seen as something, a chain reaction that he started. And sometimes I think to myself, wow, so when you smile at someone, when you give somebody a loan, when you give them a compliment, when someone at work gets constructive criticism from you instead of a negative criticism, negative criticism makes people shut down. But constructive criticism makes them think, you know what, I can do this and I can do this even better. And the result of that might be that the person gets a raise, gets a job, figures out a way uh, to be able to send his kids to school, to Jewish school, so they could learn Torah, learn mitzvot, possibly makes him come home and uh, make up with his wife, feeling maybe better about himself, and you save a marriage. These are things that go on behind closed doors that no one ever knows. And the guy goes and says, you know what, if he looked at this piece of work and could come up with something positive to say, maybe maybe I'm a little bit more negative than I need to be with my children. And, and what does that do in the long run? Today I met someone who told me randomly, I want to sponsor a child who is a victim of abuse. Uh, just because it's something that's close to home for me. This is someone who's taking their personal experience and passing it forward. But the uh, investment that they have made into someone else, the, the perot, the fruits of that, they go on forever and ever and ever and ever. So here's my challenge for today. My challenge for today is to try and imagine that the tiniest deed that you're going to do is going to have this nuclear chain reaction. And to think to yourself before you start, okay, how can I make, how can I do something today or make a difference today in the world that will resonate beyond and beyond and beyond? And let me tell you something that is close to my heart. Maybe making an impact on impact makers is the best way to do this. If you're looking for something to have a chain reaction, imagine the, the investment that you are making when you make a teacher feel good. 
when you get them a special present because they've done something good for your child, you know that every day they turn up to school and they have the lives and the minds of 30 students or 40 students, you know, run past them. How about if you sort out or help out a principal? Someone that, that has access, or maybe even better than that, someone who is in politics, who if you do something for them from the bottom of your heart, I'm not talking about a campaign contribution. I'm talking about if you do something from your bo- the bottom of your heart and impact them in a large way, what could that do to someone who has access to thousands of people? And you know what? It used to be that you had to do it that way. But today, with social media, almost everybody has a potential audience of hundreds of thousands or even potentially millions. So you never know where your deed is gonna go. Live your life today, tomorrow, for one week that way, imagining the outcome, almost fantasizing about how that outcome could spin further and further and further. Of course, the opposite, as we learned from this week's parashat, is also true. And to think to yourself, if I hurt this person, isn't that gonna spiral back and negatively impact his wife or his child or the people in his life? Is that worth it? Have they done something to upset me even if this person has? With those thoughts in mind, hopefully we shall be able to make the very, very best of each and every day. Shabbat Shalom. Looking forward to seeing you.